I have gum. We are now live streaming, which has been a while. So glad to be back, back and better than ever. Yeah. Had a very nice break. So I can. I, why you can't because it's not actually St. Patrick's Day. Brown, but it's not Patty's Day. I bet a lot of people are already celebrating it. I'm pretty sure that was an illegal pinch, <laughs> which the consequence of that is sex. <laughs> I don't think it should be right after the show. I don't think it should be a consequence. Oh, you're right. I think it should be a good thing, not not associated with a bad thing. Yeah, you're right. Hmm. Okay, so you ready? I'm ready. On today's Friday Listener Questions Day, we've got a spouse constantly hurling mud, one that wants to talk about the terrifying, do I look good in this dressed question, and then finally, how long does it take to finally start fighting healthy? It's going to be a good day for today. My listening friends, welcome to Smalley Marriage Radio. My name is Michael Smalley. And I'm Amy Smalley. And we are taking your questions today. Today it's is very a exciting. great day. That's right. I know we've kind of had a couple of week break here, and uh, we're I'm trying to we're trying to get reorganized on the kind of shows that we're doing. Yep. So uh, we will keep you updated when we finally land on that. But definitely, we want to start doing these Friday things more. I think. Yeah. Okay. Good. And um, and then yeah, we might have some pretty special things in store. So yeah. I'm excited about it. Uh, don't forget, head on over, folks, to uh, smalleyinstitute.com, where you can join the Pursue Oneness online couples gathering. It is awesome. It is still there. You can still get it at an incredibly low price. Um, we've had some really great feedback, huh? We have. This, we I have. mean, we've gotten some emails and letters, and it's been really a really incredible Have we gotten a letter? Experience. I thought that card was... Oh, no, that was from one of my events. Oh, that was an event. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I don't think we've gotten letters about it, (laughs) but I did get a very encouraging letter from a sermon I did, which was very nice. So head on over to smalleyinstitute.com, join the Pursue Oneness. It's like 15 bucks. And what's cool is you can add my father's hidden keys to loving, lasting relationships. What? Yeah, 19 cent. Wait, what did you just say? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I don't know if anyone can actually hear that because I'm having all sorts of technical difficulties <laughs> today. But uh, yeah, you can add that as like a little bumper. Yeah. For like 25 bucks, 19 videos, all that, digitized. And do you know what I recently did? What? I converted all 19 videos to MP3. So what does that mean? Well, if you become a if you if you purchase the course along with Pursue Oneness, yeah. you can now download my dad's session yeah as an mp3 file and listen to it on any smart device oh so you driving into work it, but you listen to yeah it. nice oh yeah that's that super was cool. that was from someone who's oh. already in the course going hey you know it'd be cool yeah and i listen people that's i should like, run for president <laughs> you speak we listen i could run on the democratic party because it looks like there's gonna be like 700 people running for president <laughs> Maybe on both sides. Hey, by the way, you can subscribe to this podcast because we are the fastest growing marriage podcast in the world that has the name Smalley in it. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, so subscribe, give us a rating, leave a review, and you can call us at 903-392-0975. And you can actually, you know, leave a voicemail question yeah. that we'll take. Now, unfortunately, we didn't have any for this week, which is kind of hurtful. 
feels like nobody's listening or paying attention. But we did have a lady call in with kind of a testimony that she's trying to listen to all the podcasts. Yeah, and you know what? what was all, I think her name was Christine. Was that right? Yeah, Christine. And you know what, Christine? You were asking a question and telling, just saying how awesome our, our show was. I love it. Thank you so much. And she also wanted to know, how do you get back podcasts? So how do you do that? How would the peeps get that? The, the best way would be through the Podbean app. P-O-D-B-E-A-N. Okay, Podbean app. Uh-huh. And that has 378 episodes. Wow. So you can okay. you can find, you know, almost every single episode I've ever done over the last three or four years on the Podbean app. And there's a bunch available on the Apple Podcast app as well. Okay. So if you just use the default Apple Podcast, it's purple, mm-hmm. uh, you'll get a bunch of past episodes on that as well. Cool. Can they go to our website and get past They can. Episodes? Okay. Yeah, and they could even search on the website. So it's pretty easy. It's not too bad. And I just realized that I forgot, you know, we like to have the Facebook app. Yeah, see if if anyone's actually responding and see who's online. Because, you know, it's a Friday. And, you know, we just pop it on. Oh, Lord. Uh-oh. Oh, Lord. We're Here just we popping go. on and just, you know, willy-nilly, like, you you don't know when, we, when we're oh. just like, wah, of course, we're here. Of course, Kirsten is watching. Of course, Kirsten's walking. She is so loyal. Kirsten's. You're kind, my she's, friend. She's, she's my bud. Okay, so let's get, we got three questions okay. that are doozies. This is a good one. Okay. Yep. So here's the first one. I kind of teased in the intro that we got a spouse constantly hurling mud. Yes. And here's the question. What do you do when you've asked for a timeout, yet your spouse keeps hurling mud and refuses to stop after repeated requests? Huh. That is really hard. That is an act of patience and um, an act of will and prayer and empowering of the Holy Spirit to be able to stay calm in the middle of that storm. Um, it, it does become more and more difficult. I think one of the things that it might might help us to being able to say, look, this isn't going well, and I'm, a, you know, I think for me, instead of reacting when I've done it right, is I've tried to kind of caution someone and say, I'm not really understanding what you're saying. I know you're really upset, and I would love to be able to hear why you're upset, but right now, I'm not really in a frame to hear it, and I just feel like that this is just getting worse and worse and worse. And as they fling more and more mud at you, then you might need to say, look, I am going to go outside. I'm going to go in our room. And if they follow you, which that's, we've had that happen, you know, followed each other, you know, or you followed me or I followed you. And, and it's just really hard and difficult to do that. If one person is able to say, I'm going to let my cooler head prevail. So the cooler head means that you're able to say, I do not want to be provoked. Whatever's going on, Oh, my D, I just remembered the most amazing quote from our son, David. Have I not told you about that? Yeah, this? you did. And okay. it is amazing. This is so good. What he said was, because uh, he's applying for a job. I won't name names, but I'm really. Don't name names. One of mine, one of my favorite stores. And for those of you that know, 
you'll know which one I'm talking about. And, um, and I asked him, I was doing some pre-interview questions and stuff, and I was like, well, what would you do if a customer was really upset? And he's like, well, he goes, I guess what I would do is I would first try to validate their feelings and try to understand where they're coming from. And then if that didn't go well, he goes, then, and I, then I would kind of know it's probably not really about me. And then I would see if I could do something to help. And then if I couldn't do anything to help, he goes, I guess I'd just, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I'd, I'd maybe have to walk away. But more about it, he said, if it isn't, if they don't stop, I know that it's not about me. It's really about them. And so if they're I will being try dishonoring, to, if they're being which dishonoring, is, which, which is really what they're doing. Throwing mud is being dishonoring. And so not, you can, yeah, not respecting a timeout. Right. And if you are, if someone is continuing to do that, there's something about you can get defensive within yourself because they're attacking you. Because they're slinging mud possibly at you. But if they're slinging mud, in that moment, we could take David's advice and we could say, recognize that, hey, this isn't about me right now. This is about that they're hurting. This is about that they're frustrated. They're angry. They're whatever. And and it's a great thing to think about is to being able to start to say, look, this isn't about me. If I can help, I'll try. But otherwise, I'm going to have to. Eventually, you're going to have to disengage. And what does that look like? Yeah, and, and usually... If you go, hey, you know, I know we need to figure this out, but I, I just I'm not getting respected on this timeout right now. So I'm going to get in the car. I'm going to go on a walk, whatever. But and I mean, if you back. can't escape, you can't escape. So at some point, you just have to kind of keep your mouth shut and let them sort of fizzle out almost. Because if you don't return it, it's where it'll get nasty is if you engage. So now if you start hurling back, so they're hurling mud in you and now you start hurling mud back at them. Where are we going? And Nothing I, good is going to happen. It's Everything's going to get worse. So there's times when you just have to take it. And that's, I think, what Jesus meant when he said, turn the other cheek. Well, is that, hey, you, look, you, this isn't right, but I have, like, what am I going to do? Am I going to punch this person? Am I going to start cussing them out? Am I going to do something? Am I going to run over them in the car? You know, like, what? I can't. I'm not going to do horrible things, so I guess I'm going to have to keep my mouth shut. And turn well, the other team. And recognize this isn't about you. I think yeah, that's what you helps you do that. Recognize that this isn't a teachable moment. If this is your child and your child is like slinging mud at you over and over again, and you know you can try to discipline them in that moment and try to say you're being very disrespectful or whatever, but the likelihood of them being able to validate that or whatever is probably not going to happen. So you're just either part of recognize it is what it is. This isn't about you. You're really frustrated. I can understand your, you know, the frustration of whatever's going on. Uh, clearly you're feeling very, you know, whatever you can muster you could what try they might if, try to say. If you could yeah, that's a tough challenge. But if by the grace of God and the power of the Holy Spirit, if you started even just validating the frustration or it'll, the usually yeah. things will start to calm down. But typically the thing you'll be able to muster is just to keep quiet and not just don't engage in it. So don't start slinging mud back. That's your kind of number one priority. Do you know what I forgot to mention? What's that? That we stream these Friday listener question days on Facebook as well. So you Facebookers who are watching, which we have six currently. Woohoo! Uh, so Kirsten, Dan Donnelly from Winchester VA. Nice. Dan, how you doing, buddy? I did an event. Hung out with Dan. For a whole weekend. Cool. It's actually a really cool town. 
Um, if you guys have questions, you can also post it in the comments of Facebook Live of this very stream right now. And I just want to thank John Hines because he got our welcome to be in the right order. No, John did not. Well, actually, you did. I he did. commented on it. And I know. So we're going to try to get whatever. Do you want to know how I fixed it? it? I have no idea. Because I knew it was backwards and I felt powerless. Like, I just assumed it's because we're using the camera we're using. Yeah. And so um, yeah, today. He, said, he goes, sometimes you got it. One day you got it fixed and another day it was back. So I was very confused. You said that. And I thought, okay, wait, there's one setting I've been doing. <laughs> I wonder if that's what turned it around. That it was an accident. Yay. I wish I was. Well, so I guess not go. a total accident. Okay. I had a theory. I, and my theory was right, John yeah, Hines. That's right. Mr. Techie. Oh, Dan said he's having great memories of of my event there. There you go. Thanks, Dan. There you go. And if you're looking to host an event, Comedy of Love, <laughs> that's baby. Right, that's right. I'll come to your town and we will party. That's right. We it'll will be, laugh about things you never fun. thought you'd laugh about. That's right. It will be a lot of fun. Dan could say a little bit about that. <laughs> and you know you could, yeah. Dan. All right. Here's our next question since okay. no one Good. on Facebook is actually asking any that's questions. Right. Oh, Amy, what's the store? What's the store? Yeah, your favorite oh, store. Well, let's you can just tell say the people. I like to maximize my shopping. Is the guy's name TJ? Yeah. And should I be concerned? Because I see a lot of transactions with somebody <laughs> named TJ. I don't know. Let's just say I hope a, he's smaller I'm than a I am. Maxinista. Oh yeah. So okay, second question. Oh, yes. this one. You know, like when a a wife. Typically, it's a wife. We'll be like, do I look fat in these jeans? Yeah. Or does this dress make me look fat? And every yeah. husband knows. Obviously, that's, I'm not going to answer that. That's dangerous territory right Yeah. There. Yes. One, don't ask that question. Yes. Two, definitely don't answer the question. But someone submitted a question at smalleyinstitute.com. How do you address the weight of your spouse? That is a great question. And it is such an easy answer. <laughs> don't. <laughs> Like, exactly what do you think is going to happen if you approach your spouse and go, hey, honey, you? there is no way to have that conversation in a loving way. Well, maybe there is. It's really hard. It is very hard when you, I mean, let me, let's just say I've, I tried You it, one time I tried it wrote a letter. I tried it many, many, many different ways. Can I give you the best one you ever did? Okay, yes. So, I, so knowing, now, obviously, it's a weird conversation if you haven't been following my life. You don't know that in June of 2018, I had gastric bypass surgery because I had what you might call a little bit of a food problem. So I ate out of control, got very unhealthy. Gastric has been amazing. I'm down 135 pounds now, I think. And so uh, so I've had a lot of healing in that area. So I weigh 175. I used to weigh 305 pounds. Hello. But one of the years, I don't know when, you actually wrote me a letter. And I don't, do you remember doing that? Yeah, I do. I don't exactly remember what I said. but I can't remember the details. I actually remember going, well, crap. That's actually totally fair, completely understandable. And so you put time and energy in writing it down. I doubt anyone is going to do a good job having that conversation live. Like, hey, honey, I really do love you, but you're kind of fat or overweight. I it, The safest way might be to put it in a letter, but even when you do that, you just got to remember, why am I doing this? What's my heart behind doing this? And if my heart, and, and if this is a gentleman, for example, 
if your heart is, uh, I don't find you physically attractive and I just want to be more turned on sexually when yeah. you're naked, that don't have the conversation because you're well, a jerk. That, because so, your biggest sex organ is your brain. Yep. So being able to understand and find other ways to find someone tr attractive is important. But as, as I was thinking, as you were talking about that, I think one of the biggest things that I'm learning right now and a book that I'm reading is about nurturing the environment and nurturing environment and being able to, um, because people understand, I think especially, or people feel when you feel disappointed in them. And you don't necessarily have to say I'm disappointed or I don't find you sexually attractive, but they can be, they can feel that disappointment of that. So if you, if you talk about it in a nurturing way or in a caring way, I, I think I remember. Can, well, in the letter, you did it in a love, like, listen, I love you. I love you no matter what. And by the way, in 20 plus years of me struggling with obesity, she never once punished me sexually, like in the sense of right. not in like a fun way. I mean, in the sense of, ew, gross, you're fat, I'm not interested. Never, not literally not one time. So, and that actually makes me think, if you have done that, you don't get to have this conversation. You don't get to write a letter. You don't get to do an email. Well, no, I'm serious. If you have punished your wife or your husband and you have behaved in a really ugly, dishonoring way, you're out. All you get to do is love them unconditionally. And at some point, we've shared this before, where you chose to see me and could find me attractive because of other things as well. Being a good father, loving our kids well, uh, loving you well emotionally. So emotionally, I was very sexy. I was the Brad Pitt of emotional health. I think I think you can eventually. I think you would really need to pray that one through. And like you said. You would need years of healthy behavior. If you've been ugly. I, I, I mean, I honey, I'm just telling you. If, if, if you had ever, I'm telling you right now. If you had ever been really grotesque, like. Oh my gosh. Just look, because I've heard people say this in intensives. Yeah. Looking at your body disgusts me. I can't even get a hot, you know, I'd be like, you're out, not out, like, well, but I mean, I, you don't get to speak into my life at this point because I'm, there's no well, way I'm going to be able to receive that. That's not a very, that's not a very, that's a very selfish way of expressing yeah. those feelings. Of if I, and sometimes people wait for so long to share those feelings that they do come out really ugly. And um, and so the nurturing aspect, I think when I wrote that letter, I, I you were I don't concerned know about my sure. health. I was That's concerned what Kirsten about is your health, me. and I talked about your health, and then also we had also talked about adopting a child, and I was afraid that I would be left as an only parent with a small child because it with was going to be a, 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 a fairly new. And child. I was headed that way, and so I was afraid of that. I was afraid that which, by the way, is the right reason to write a letter. Then like that. I would be, you know, a, a widow and had to have a seven-year-old or nine-year-old yeah. or something like that. And so that was that was I, I believe that was a part of what was going on. And so I do think that there are consequences and and what I don't yeah. want to say like. I don't mean that never Can I is speak it about it? never loving, but it is about like I want you to for sure I wanted you to for sure have some life insurance. <laughs> like 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 that would be I good. know that sounds bad. But no. I mean, because I genuinely that was a way for me to manage that fear um in a productive way versus being able to say, you know, ah, you need to exercise, you need to eat. Well, right. and let me and let me say that, hey, if you have a food addiction like I have had. Then and if you have any kind of addiction at all, you need to you need to be able to own the part that hey that addiction is going to negatively impact my spouse. 
And so I might not like getting a letter, but on a different level, you kind of got to go, however, I have a problem. And so, you know, and, and it wasn't, you did not write a dishonoring letter. So I, I might not have liked it because I didn't like my addiction. I didn't like where I was at. So, um, so just if you're, if you're me in this scenario and your spouse lovingly tries to approach you and tries to approach you in an honoring way, be careful, like slow down, take a deep breath and go, hold on, Lord, is this fair? Like, is what I'm being challenged with fair? And if so, I might need to call a timeout anyways, because maybe it's overwhelming, but I need to be open because our addictions and our behaviors and the things that we do affect other people around us, which means that there are consequences to that. You can't just have a problem that's out of control and then be upset when it bothers someone, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Absolutely. So uh, here we go. Hey, the evangelist, Mike Smalley is watching. What? What's up? Same name, twin brother person. He's on Facebook Live. Welcome, buddy. Uh, last question. How long does it take to transition from bad fighting to healthy fighting? Mm, that's on you. Yeah, I know. Um, that's your... What are we like? That's you, magicians? You and, your, um, and your temperament and how... Really, to me, is how humble are you going to be? Can I even say something different? Um, yeah. Uh, it kind of depends on how quickly you're willing to take personal responsibility and start communicating in a healthier way because I, you know, I can, you can, we can do it on our own. And if I start doing it in a healthy way, that is going to influence the other person typically in a positive manner. Right. But being able to say, cause you, sometimes you might even start out kind of doing it good. Like being able to say, Okay, I need a timeout, and then you run out of the room. Well, wait a minute. Hold on a second. That, that was a great step that you said timeout, but you actually need to be able to say, I want to talk about this. I want to hear your feelings. I want to resolve this. I just need some time. Just give me some time. And being able to say that, so just time out is a little bit better, but actually doing it. So every time you learn something from an argument, you learn, I mean, I know that's, me that's I can tend to ruminate too long on things and maybe beat myself up or beat Michael up or whatever but there's a part of this that every time I ha do something wrong or it doesn't go quite right I start to look inward and try to say okay God how could I've done that differently because I want to if I want to fast track myself to health I would much rather be able to look back on a on a scenario or look back on a conversation, even sometimes if it goes fairly well, and say, how could it even have gone even better? Yeah. And so I know, you know, I did some shows with Corey Allen, who does mm -hmm. Sexy Marriage Radio, mm -hmm. and we did some stuff on habits. Mm -hmm. uh, and what's interesting is typically when you start learning a new skill and you're trying to implement that into your life, you're looking at a minimum of 30 days to yeah. kind of change a habit. Mm -hmm. And bring something new and, and, and really start seeing the benefit or at least start experiencing the change in your own life. The key is it's about you. So personalize it. You get better and, and let God and others deal with your spouse. So release them. Little bird, fly. I can't control you, so but I can control me. Mm -hmm. So the quicker you're able to go, I got to change my reactions, then the quicker that change process happens. 
Absolutely. And if you, and if it's not happening fast and, you know, if you feel like you're really, really struggling, that is when you call them back up. That is when you call in that small group or that They could do Pursue Oneness, the online gathering. Pursue Oneness, the online gathering. You know, it's when you have that and you feel like I'm trying so hard and I'm trying to be patient. I'm trying to own my stuff, trying to just express feelings versus facts. I'm trying to get to a win-win and it just doesn't seem like my partner is willing to hear that or doesn't see me that way, that's when you need to call in your, that's you, you call in a mentor, a a friend, a a discipler, someone that you both respect that is going to be able to see and going to be able to see above the circumstance of what you're going on is going on. Someone that cares for both of you and is going to be able to hold you both accountable. I have nothing to add. That was good. No, that was excellent. So, all right. Well, no one on Facebook Live watching has any more questions. And we are now officially out of questions in my, you know, brilliant podcast notes that I put together where I just copied and pasted the questions for the show today. Uh, Hey, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you. And St. Patrick's Day tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow, which if you remember the consequence, if you pinch your spouse early, that means they get to have sex with you immediately following the recording of a podcast.